Some of the stuff you won't really understand until that time comes. But there's some things that you'll notice about transformation. When you get married, you learn a lot about the person that you have married. Things that you never knew. Good habits, bad habits. The same thing with you. They learn things about you that they never knew. You see, we all have transformations in our lives and they will take place whether it be physical, mental, or social. If we really sit and think of our lives and, and then you are at the age where you can look at someone who, you know what, you may have said in elementary school, you guys are friends, but now you guys have nothing to do with each other because you have transformed, you have been different, you, you know, you're on the same interests. You see, transformation is something that totally means that you have changed. You've been through a total change. It's how we embrace the change that makes it true transformation. You see, we need to recognize that in each of our lives, we are transforming. We are either transforming for Christ, or we're transforming and we're conforming more to the world. Romans 12, 1 and 2, and this is going to be our text for the night, it says this, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by the testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Our first point tonight is this, unashamed Christians have been transformed from self to sacrifice. The first part of this verse says, I appeal to you therefore by the mercy of God to present your body as a living sacrifice. What is a sacrifice? Something you give up, right? Something that you give up for something or someone. In any relationship, if you, you know, ever, even in friendships, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, you always make sacrifices. There are things that both of you, one of you do that probably the other person doesn't like and don't want nothing to do with it. And you make these sacrifices because you know why? Because you love each other. In the same way in our relationship with God, we sit and think of it, we are to love Him. We, God wants to be a living sacrifice. If you remember anything about the Old Testament, the Old Testament did what? It's covered their sins. What did they do? They had to kill things, altar, they had to make sacrifices. That was an ongoing thing, but that didn't forgive, that only covered their sin. Every time they sinned, they had to do another sacrifice. Here, what Paul is saying is that we need to be a living sacrifice. Our life is not our own, it is lived in the sacrifice of God. You see, if you call yourself a Christian tonight, you have to understand from the dear life, this doesn't belong to you. This does not belong to you. But the problem for each one of us as Christians sometimes, you know what? 
We want to hold on to things. There are things that in our lives that we, if we are all honest with ourselves, we just can't, we feel like we can't give it up. I just can't give it up. I've given enough, I can't give him everything. See, a God-transformed person is a God-conformed person. You see, transform means that we have been changed by God. Conform means we have been changed to be like God. Our outside is to match our inside. You see, when we are transformed, everything in our lives is going to look different. We're going to look more like Christ. We're going to look like Him. Now, none of us know what He looks like as in a, you know, we have these pictures, but we are going to be different. We're going to show a difference to the world. But it's sad that some of us in this room, you know what we're doing? We're wrestling between the two. We say we're Christians, but you know what the reality is? We're conforming more to the world. we got to have the coolest things. we got to look just like the world. Because the world said this is popular, this is what we got to do. When we sit in reality and we think of things that we all, at some point in our lives, you know, I, I can think of my life, and, and you know, when I was your age, you know, I had to, I had to have the coolest, you know, I had to have the coolest shoes, I had to have all that. You know what, now, I could care less. I could care less. I don't mind going to Walmart and buying a pair of basketball shoes, but I, don't want, I have no problem with that now. But guess what? If you'd have said to me when I was 14, 15, no way. You see, I've been transformed. My I've changed. I, my, my priorities have changed. It's just like in our relationship with Christ. Our priorities change. Our second point, unashamed Christians have been transformed from lost to found. You see, we need to recognize that we were once lost. As a believer, we wanted nothing to do with God. Romans three ten, Romans three chapter three tells us that that we wanted nothing. No one seeks after God. There is no one in here that can honestly say in their own power that they desire God. None of us. It's so easy in our lives to say, you know what? It's so easy to follow the things of the world. It's easy. You know, tonight in our small group, I want you to start thinking about it. And I want you to think as a, as a Christian of a time in your life when you can actually say, you know what? I saw the Holy Spirit work. I saw the Holy Spirit change. And I made a choice because the Holy Spirit maybe made that choice. Because the reality of each one of us as a Christian, we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, you know what we would continue to do? We would continue to be lost. We would continue to follow out to the world. Now, am I saying that we can lose our salvation? No, we can't. We can't lose our salvation. And you want me to tell you why we can't lose our salvation? Because salvation doesn't depend on us. It depends on God alone. It's Him. If it depended on us, we'd be in trouble. Each one of us would be in trouble. Because we fail God every single day of our lives. You see, we need to recognize that just because we have this freedom in Christ, it doesn't mean that we go and just do what we want. But the Holy Spirit lives on and He convicts us. And I want you to just think about a time in your life. 
know, I, I can think about, for me, I can think of many times, I remember, you know, being your age. And, you know, I wasn't the strongest Christian, I wasn't, you know, but I just remember that, you know what, there was a lot of, you know, the guys were doing their thing, they wanted to watch this particular video, and I just got the Holy Spirit telling me, you know what, don't do it. Don't do it. Because it's wrong. It's filth. Let me just tell you something. Let me know some of you struggle with pornography in your life. Pornography ain't on the playlist. And let me know some of y'all are laughing now. It ain't a joke. Because let me tell you something. Those images that were within your mind can be hard to get out of. They're in there. They're in there and they're stuck. But you need to release them. Third point is that the Christians have been transformed by making their mind new. It says this in, in, the, in the latter part of verse, in verse 2, it says, Do not be conformed to this world. Don't be like the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. I've got a question. How many of you notice your mind has changed since you were a baby? Right? All of us, right? You know, you have those stages in life where you should know these type of things, or, you know, you should do this, you should be able to do this. Here, we need to recognize that it's talking about our minds need to be transformed. You see, our minds need to be changed. We need to have a total transformation in our minds. We need to think differently. We can't think the same way we used to before we knew Christ. We can't continue to do the same things we used to do before we knew Christ. Our minds have to be transformed. The only way we're going to transform our minds is we fill it with the Word of God. We need to study God's Word. We can't just think that, you know what? I'm going to ask God to change my mind and I'm not doing nothing to fill it in. Just like you, some of you. Some of you are, you know, in grade 12 this year or grade 11, whatever, taking BGCSEs. Besides those students that we all hate because they don't have to study, they can just go and ace a test. Majority of us have to study. And if we never study, if we don't study, what's going to happen to the majority of us? We're going to fail. We're going to fail. Alright? We're going to fail. We're going to repeat. We're going to, you know, our minds, we're not going to fill our minds with knowledge. The same way with Christ. If we are studying God's word, our minds aren't going to change. Our minds are going to remain the same. Our minds aren't going to become any different. So the question is this, what hurdles in your life are stopping you from being transformed? What are some of the hurdles in your life that's stopping you from being transformed? Is it the music that you listen to? Is it the movies that you watch? Is it the TV shows that you watch? Is it the people that you hang with? You know, we all have hurdles that we need to get over. And for some of the biggest hurdle is what is ourselves. Because we aren't taking care of ourselves. We aren't taking care of ourselves spiritually. See, if we aren't spending time in God's Word, if we aren't spending time communicating with Him, then we 
can be removed. And we talked a little bit about this last week. For any of us guys or girls, whoever it is, if we like someone, or we find that person attractive, <laughs> sometimes we go out of way to do dumb and stupid things. We do things to impress that person. And let me just say this, and I'm going to talk to the girls too, because statistically, this is what girls do. Alright? Listen. This is what girls do, okay? A lot of you girls. You will find a guy you're very attracted to. Right? You think this this guy is, you know, he look good, he's fine, whatever you want to say. She's loving Right? And you know, listen, you know what ends up happening the most a lot about a lot of you? You compromise. You find a guy who you know he isn't living for God. You know he doesn't go to any church, you know you don't want nothing to do with God, and he just, in reality, he just wants you. And he will do anything to get with you. He may even start to come to church with you to impress your parents. Mr. Ferguson. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Not one of you could change any guy. Not one of you. You can't change a guy. A guy will do what he can to lead you on to get what he wants. And you gotta be careful. You know, you got you gotta think it's about a joke. But it ain't a joke. It's reality. Sitting with us guys, alright? The guys in a row. You know, for us, and I'm gonna be honest, alright? We are all we all attracted to a girl first that will be seen. Alright? Let's be real. Alright? Ain't no one there gonna someone no one in there gonna be like, yeah, but I just wanna like what I'll be No. <laughs> ain't no one gonna say that, alright? We got a nigga to be yeah. Why you not alright? And you know what? Who got an ego trip again? Alright, no one's gonna say, but I'm not attracted to her, so I'm gonna try it, you know, no one's gonna do that. But we as guys need to step up. Alright? Because when we think of transformation, we're the leaders of this, we're the leaders. I have to start with us. So I challenge you as guys that we need to be the leaders that God has called us to be. This brings us to the fourth point. Unashamed Christians have been transformed by spirit-led discernment. Unashamed Christians have been transformed by spirit-led discernment. Like, the Holy Spirit is where we discern what is good and what is bad. But before we make a choice in our lives, we go to the Holy Spirit and ask Him, Hey, God, help me. What do you want me to do? Help me to make the right choice. You know, some of you are planning on going to college, planning a major, whatever it may be. And you know what the reality is that a lot of people end up doing when they go to college? They change that whole major once they get it. They start it, 
and they change it. So which one does you want to spend time praying about these decisions? But as you think about Christian walk, Proverbs 69 says this, The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. You see, we can make all the plans we want, but God has to guide us in them. You see, we can make every plan, but if they're not God's plan, it doesn't really matter. We're not going to be successful. Another verse is Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You want to know how to make choices? Go to the word of God. Go to God. Ask him. God, how do you want me to? What do you want me to do? Now, on the flip side of that, we can go to God being selfish as well. Because we almost want to make demands to God. You know, God, show me this. And the only way you can show me this, I got to see a, a black cat cross in front of the car. Or something's got to happen for me to know that's you, God. The reality is we need to spend time and it says to God that we still know that I am God. We can't expect God to show us when we have all this complication going on around us. God has to show us when we are still and we are just spending time with Him. If you try to make a transformation happen as God grows you in your faith. As God, as you continue to grow, as you continue to be more like Christ, transformation is going to happen. You see, there's no person in here who call yourself a Christian that you should be the same person you were when you became a Christian. You should be growing, you should be becoming more like him. How would you how would it look if you went into you know a nursery and you saw a 14-year-old in the nursery? Not helping out, but they were in there. The sad thing is a lot of us as Christians. They're just babies. And we don't want to grow. We just want to continue to have milk. We don't want meat. So I challenge you tonight to, to think about your life. Think about, are you ashamed of God? Have you truly Giving God your life and saying, you know what, I want to be a living sacrifice. Because if I'm dead, I can't do anything. You see, once we die, and life is short, we can't do nothing. You know, nobody wants to hear their funeral, but not you'll be there. But if you're the plan, if you know, you don't want to hear but that fella, he just no good. No one wants to hear that. We want to hear that that person was successful. He was great. She was good. She, you know, all these things. But the most important thing that anyone of us should want to hear is good and faithful sir. That that person lived for God. You know what? I know they lived for God. I can see it in their lives. I challenge you, what type of person are you? Do people have to question whether or not you're a Christian or not? Do they know you're a Christian? 
Have they seen transformation? You see, when you watch movies like, you know, when you think of Transformers, I remember watching the cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, the cartoon. Okay. Some of the, some of the movies ain't good, so the cartoon. Once they transform, they're completely different, right? <laughs> you have to see you have to understand just like in our Christian lives. Alright? Just like in our Christian lives. We gotta be different. We no longer conform to the world. But we conform to God to be like him and we transform. We have to ask God to help renew our minds to, be, to know the things that He wants. To become more like Him. And I believe that we do. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. Thank you for all you've done for us. We pray that you would continue to be honored in our lives. I pray, Father, that you help us to uh, be students of your word, that we study your word and become more like you. That we really be transformed. And Father, I pray tonight as we go in our small rooms, I pray that you would help us to uh, just be open and honest. And Father, we would uh, just give everything over to you. We thank you, we praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.